now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose, hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 244 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Jeremy, as always, is Carlos. Yeah, I am here. You are. As always. As always, man. It's like I never leave. This, there is. Mainly that. because, maybe it's because I like to be here, maybe it's because I'm sh- shackled to the bottom of the table. Well, I mean, we weren't going to let everybody in on that little secret. Like, <laughs> you sh- you being shackled to the table is, I mean, it is kind of a poorly kept secret around here, but yeah. a secret nonetheless, damn it. All right, there we go. I don't know, a few just mic adjustments that need to be made here. All right, before we get too deep here, I want to give a shout-out to our patrons. If you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash blindestudios and become a patron today. If you can do any Amazon shopping, head over to uh, blindestudios.com, click on the Amazon link above our homepage, do your Amazon shopping as normal. Uh, and, yeah, then we can then we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. It really helps us out. All right, Carlos, what have you been up to this week? Uh, let's see. Well, uh, I've been playing the game uh, 20XX, which is like a kind of a Mega Man, takes Mega Man and then it's a roguelite. And like I, I, I ha- picked it up like last year and like I enjoyed it. Okay. And I finally beat it yesterday. I got through everything, went through as the guy with the energy sword and I won. And I was Sweet. proud of myself. And I look at my playtime. It took me 24 hours of game time to actually uh, beat the game. Oh, yeah. 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 Did, it you, was, uh, uh, did you beat Tomb Raider? I did not. Did you get distracted? And I got distracted. <laughs> I'm still at the halfway point for that yeah. one. Uh, saw Jurassic World. Yeah, that was that was a fun experience. We went to the uh, the local theater that I haven't been to in years. They added a second screen. Uh, really small theater, like maybe 50 seats. I really wish they just would keep that door to the auditorium open a little longer. Because like, the way that they have it set up, like... There's not a lot of turnaround. Like you get your ticket and you like they'll start like people will still be in line getting their tickets while the theater, while the while the movie starts yeah. to play, and like that so the door was closed already. So like I have like they they tapped on the kegs. So I had like this half beer and then I had a full beer and my popcorn. So I have I'm juggling all these things. Right. Oh man! And then I have, I have to try to make it through the auditorium door and that was I so like I ended up like most of the movie my hands were sticky from spilt beer. Yeah. And that was not a great way no. to spend the movie. No, I'm tempted to go see Ant-Man and Wasp there uh, again, just to see it a second time. See it on the fun. small screen? See it on the small screen, and, like, they have the better popcorn, and they have beer. Like, I don't know. There's 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 a few things to that theater that are nice. Uh, there's a few things that are terrible. So what did you think of Jurassic World? The uh, What is it, the sequel called? Jurassic World something something? Uh, Fallen Kingdom, I think, is what it is. Yeah. Uh, it was okay. Um, I mean, you can't really spoil it. Well, yeah, uh, I, I was going to say, like, we should probably talk about it because, like, it's a fun... I thought it was kind of fun. It was... But it was really fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, incredibly dumb. Like, literally one of the dumbest uh, movies I've seen in a long time. And I've seen some pretty dumb movies. And, like, the... the I'm just going to spoil it. Like, at the end, some dinosaurs get out in America and they're not captured or anything. They're just out. And it's like, yeah, that's not a breeding population. Like, but they're going to treat it like a breeding population. It, it it seems like when they rebooted it, they had an idea of where they wanted things to go. Um, I don't like it off the island. I don't. It was the weakest part of uh, Lost World. 
and it was the weakest part of this film too. Unfortunately, See, it was also the last two thirds of this film. Yeah, that was a problem. Like if they spent more time on the actually on the island, that would have helped. Like if it was two thirds on the island and like the last one third off the island, all yep. right, that'd be better. Yeah, like they did with Lost World. But they did not do that. Well, and film. the twist with the little girl, you could see that one coming a mile away. Yeah, like I said, like the first, after the first, it's like, I hear you like gasp. It's like, <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> well, because well, I thought, I thought, uh, for whatever reason, I thought it was a clone of Lexi. Oh, yeah? From, from the first movie. Like, that's where I thought they were going to go with it. But, like, the thing is, like, be a whole thing I, there. I, see, I, I didn't see the last film, but, like, in this film, I see all these people like everybody's acting like they know who these people are. Like yeah. the scientist guy, the old guy. I don't like know. Woo? I mean, like yeah. Well, or Wong was it Wong or Wu? I think it's Doctor Wu. I'm assuming that guy was the guy that made the the dinosaur. Yeah, he was. One. He was. He was in the first. What about the uh, rich guy? Like, was he at the rich guy? Was never in the the original. So movies. he was just he was just like a, somebody you popped up for uh, the sake of convenience for the plot. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, like Henry Wu. Uh, like he's been in every, or uh, well, he was in the first one at least. Really? Yeah, he was in the very first Jurassic Park. He's the he's the Asian scientist who uh, who's there when they're uh, where like when he talks about the imprinting of the of the dinosaurs. Oh, so he must have gotten out on the boat. Yeah, he oh. got off on the boat. All right, on uh, it was at Isla Sona. Yeah, because most of the other people who did not get off on the boat died. Yeah. I don't know, like, it was kind of, I was kind of bummed, like, Jeff Goldblum's not in it a whole lot. No, he's, he, like, and it's like we talked Just a about, cameo. it's literally the one scene that you see in the trailer, and yeah. then no more Goldblum. Well, like, technically, it's two scenes, one at the beginning and one at the end, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's basically, like, the same scene, they probably shot in the same hour. Yeah. Uh, there, there was some good humor to it, it was a good popcorn flick, um, I don't think it needed to be called Jurassic Park. The lava was pretty dumb. Yeah, well, and I love how, like, it's ever since uh, Jurassic Park 3, they, they like, they're like, all right, well, now we have to start having bigger and better dinosaurs. And so, like, in the last one, it was the Adominus Rex. And then in this one, it was, uh, what are they, the, the Adamaraptor or whatever. Indiraptor. The Indiraptor, it was called. It, it was the Indiraptor? Yeah, Indiraptor. Which is like uh, it's the it's the raptor that rides on a skateboard and does sick tricks. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. You know. It's it's the dominant raptor or whatever. But yeah. No, it was the no. But like they called it the indie raptor. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. They called no, it. No. It was it was it was like because uh, it was off of the, like the indomitable rex. Yeah. So it was like the dominant raptor or something. No. No. It was the indiraptor because it was what they were calling it for short. Oh. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I picked it up because it's like, it's going to do skateboard tricks. It's going to be great. Everybody's going to have fun. Yeah, it's all, I don't know. It's a bunch of bunch of crap. Maybe it'll teach uh, kids that they should wear a helmet when they skateboard. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, besides that, man, what have you been up to? Uh, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Yeah. I'm kind of the same boat as River Falls Days this weekend. Uh, spent some time down at Swinging Bridge on Friday. Uh, went out for lunch on, or yesterday. Ended up coming back at 8. Yeah, and you had ordered some cheese pizzas. Yeah, because I couldn't get the cheesy bread that I wanted, <laughs> so I th figured the closest thing would be cheese pizza. And you know, the pizza was good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I didn't eat it all. I did not either. But uh, yeah, you were pretty drunk yesterday. Like, I, 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 but I we were both really drunk on uh, Friday. Like, yeah, I like I wasn't planning going out. No, for I, well, I wasn't either, and then I did, and 
We ended like, up getting back at like 3 a.m. We're at Swinging Bridge, like after close. And, you know, yeah, it was a good night. Yeah. All right. Um, besides that, I've been playing a lot of Breath of the Wild. I'm so mad at that stupid game. I have one shrine left. Is it the hard one? To yes. Get to? So in the game, there's 120 shrines in the main game. And in order to get this stupid last shrine, you have to visit this spot on a blood moon, which is a random event that happens. And so basically, I'm I'm literally just like, there's 76 quests in the game. I'm slowly like just whittling those down now, like while I'm waiting, biding my time. For It takes that long for a blood moon? I thought like they show up like pretty often. No. Like, that, I, I've read a few different things. Because uh, that like repopulates the world. Yep. Yeah, so I've read a few different things. Some of us say, or some of them say, it's like two hours and forty some minutes of uh, in-game play time, not including menuing and load times. You see, I thought it was like supposed to be random because I thought like I heard some stories when the game came out, like oh yeah, like somebody got like a blood a moon, and then like pretty quickly after that they got another one. Yeah, no, it's it's supposed to be random. So that's the other problem is it's stupid random. And then like I thought I had one, and then. I then, like, I did something dumb and slept through it, like, because I was just trying to, like, I was just doing some other stuff, and I was like, oh, yeah, I just need to keep it, keep uh, keep an eye on Blood Moon, and then saw it, and then, uh, or no, I didn't even know it was coming, because it was, like, four in the afternoon in uh, in game time, and so I was like, oh, well, I'll just sleep, and then uh, till morning so I can do the thing. So I, n- I no longer sleep till morning. I always sleep till the night. And then if I need to like warp to the morning, then I'll do the morning sh- the morning warp after just to make sure I don't miss a blood moon. It's yeah, it's, it's super irritating. Um, I don't know, watched uh, watch how it ends on Netflix today. Yeah, yeah that was an interesting movie. It uh, has uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker in it and the guy from Divergent. Is it uh, fun? It was uh, it was it was an entertaining watch. Fun is not the right word. It's a post-apocalyptic tale. Like, do they outrun a protoclasmic flow like they did in Jurassic World? No. Because so, that's not a thing you can do in real life. Just gonna put that out there. They actually do outrun a ash cloud coming right. from a volcano. <laughs> there's, of course, there's a volcano. Of course, of course. Yeah, no, I don't. Know. It was it was it was a fun watch. I enjoyed it, but. I don't know. Do they explain why the fuck the world's ending in that one? Nope. No. So there's just there's no reason. It's just like the world's ending. Yeah. No. And it's it's kind of funny because I was thinking about it while, like while I was watching it, I was like, so the entire movie takes place over like seven days, yeah, like a week, and a lot of shit goes down in that seven days. Like it starts and then, like yeah, uh, but never once does he like does the main character like even ponder like why things are happening. It's just the way things are. Just this is just how things are now. Like there's so like there's no aliens or anything that are destroying it. No. Nope. You see what they should have done was had it be like uh, the uh, what is the uh, the giant like super volcano underneath uh, one of the national parks. Uh, oh oh uh, yeah the one under Yellowstone. Yeah yeah like it should have been that erupted like that would definitely cause disruption in America. Well, yeah, but that would also cause the destruction of America. Yeah, and which is kind of what I'm assuming this movie is about. Well, no, but I mean, like, as a landmass, it would destroy the landmass. It would disrupt the landmass. 
there would be a lot of destruction. Yeah, it's, they'd have a lot. They yeah. have a fun drive through the middle of America. You wouldn't be able to drive through the middle of America. It wouldn't explode like that. It'd be like just the the ash fallout and all that. It would just you. Could, there would not be a light or anything. Like yeah, that. you would not be able to drive through the middle of America. Things would be on fire. It'd be a whole issue. You'd have light. I guess you'd have light from all the fires. There you go. Yeah, but then all the smoke from the fires would obscure the light even more. Then you put your high beams on. I don't know, man. Like I don't think that's how any of that works. <laughs> but I don't know. It was it was a fun it was a fun time. All right, should we talk about some beer? Talk a little bit about some beer yeah, here. We can talk about the spear. All right. So uh, we have in front of us uh, the Finnegan's East Town Pilsner. Um, it is from. Uh, Finnegan Brewing in uh, Minnesota, or Finnegan's Brew Co. Uh, this is a traditional Czech-style pilsner. Eastern Europe meets East Town, Minneapolis. A crisp, clean, and captivating rediscovery of the lost art of true pilsner. Uh, it's as bright and lively and approachable as the Czech Saz hops it's brewed with, and we'll have you saying Nazdravi uh, any time of the day or night. So, let's see... Says a hundred percent of the SBC profit profits go to feeding the hungry. Yeah, no, they're a, they're kind of a cool uh, cool brewery. Although I misread the first time I was going over there, it's like hundred percent of the profits go to fending the hungry. Like why? Are you, oh, they're fending them off now, huh? You gotta. It's yeah. very important. The stick. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, like pours like a pilsner, nice, like frothy, white, delicious looking head. Tastes like a Pilsner that's Czech style. Oh, a little sweeter than I thought it was going to be, but that could have just been the the beer that I had in my glass previously too. I yeah, know. I mean it's it's clean, it's a little crisp, a little on the warm side. It's like ninety some degrees. It's yeah. a little warm today, just a little bit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Pretty good. I like yeah, it. It's not bad. It's give pretty me, easy to drink. Give me a numbre. Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven. It's pretty solid Pilsner. Yeah, I'll give it a I'll give it a six and a half. Um, I'd like it if it was just a little drier, a little bit more like of that like Pilsner crispness. I really like that. But other than that, it's very good. I like it. I'm not mad at it. All right, let's see what's next. We're gonna have a little bit of a shorter show today. <laughs> The Department of Defense presents News with Casey. That's me. All right, guys, we're going to talk about some news. It's going to be very important, very exciting. All right. In a bizarre incident, Mirut Station uh, House Officer uh, has filed a complaint against himself and others for failing to prevent cow smuggling in the area of his jurisdiction. Wait, against himself? Yep. Okay. Uh, Rajendra Tayagi. Uh, station house officer and his team soon after receiving information about the Gaokashi cow slaughter um, in Shatari village rushed to the spot and a clash with the accused follows. They managed to escape, Mr. Uh, Taigi said. Uh, the B constable hadn't filed a report and no timely action was taken. Therefore, I took responsibility of the incident and filed a complaint against myself and two others for failing to take preventative measures. I'm... So somebody took a bunch of cattle and started slaughtering them. Um, I'm I'm guessing so. That's kind of what it sounds like. Okay. Uh, it's it's an Indian. Uh, it was an Indian paper, so it was a little hard to kind of figure out where yeah. what was going on where. But 
Yeah, it really sounds like because they say smuggling and then they say slaughtering. Yeah, it's like oh, okay, they just killed them right away. I guess if you're going to hide the cattle, if they're slaughtered, it makes it a lot easier, right? Um, yeah, so he he filed a complaint against himself. Um, so he introduced a concept that uh, the cop or that cops will be responsible if action isn't taken against a crime, and if there is any theft or murder in the area of a concerned beat constable, then the onus would be on that specific constable. Um, also, if this negligence is recorded for more than two times, then action will be taken against him. Well, it's not that they didn't do anything, it's just that they were a little late. That's it. Like, I don't, I don't know. Well, yeah, I, so it sounds like they were late, but also that constable, like, knew stuff was going on and then didn't take timely action. Um, and he has also filed lawsuits against 19 other uh, officers who were caught taking bribes. Okay. Well, there's a... Yeah. There's a little bit of some corruption going on, it sounds like. All right. Um, a pensioner made countless nuisance and abusive phone calls to the emergency services, including dial- dialing 999 to d- demand some milk. Uh, 90-year-old Lena Taylor branded uh, the call handlers with... Um, a bunch of expletives uh, during some of the telephone conversations. Like, so they have the expletives in here, but uh, I'm guessing uh, I'm guessing wankers and I don't know. Like they have it, it's the first letter, the last letter, and then just stars. Oh, okay. So like, so the first one is like it starts with a W, and then there's an S. So wankers is what I'm guessing, um, and I don't know what would be, and then. Maybe bullshit, but it, they're calling them something. So bastards, wankers, and bastards. All right, that well, makes that's sense. a little weird. If they just censored those. I don't know. Well, then I—I I mean, I don't know. Uh, no, no, yeah, that's probably what they are. All right. Um. All right. During some of the telephone conversations, which happened repeatedly over a four-month period, a court was told that a total of 166 incidents where the pensioner had rang 101 or 999 were logged, and she and that. Uh, but that she'd made numerous phone calls on each of these incidents. So there's 166 different incidents, and each of, each one consists of multiple phone calls. All right. Uh, Prosecutors said Taylor repeatedly said she was going to burn down her home, needed medical assistance when she did not, or shouted abuse during the nuisance calls. She appeared at North uh, Tyneside Magistrate's Court on Friday, where she pleaded guilty to a malicious... Uh, communications offenses. Um, James Long prosecuting and the pensioner, or said the pensioner began ringing the emergency services on the 999 and 101 numbers on January 1st this year. Uh, it said that 166 incidents have been created linked to her home address number, but in fact there are a lot more phone calls uh, than that as there is more than one call in relation to each incident. Uh, she has demanded an ambulance, threatened self-harm, made threats to set her house on fire and demanded medical assistance. On one occasion, she said she was unhappy, having to wait for social services to bring her milk and demanded more milk. Uh, There's some unpleasant swearing in some of the phone calls where she calls people stupid bastards and wankers. Uh, There are countless nuisance phone calls over a period of time to emergency services. Did she call 99 in the middle of the courtroom? They're being mean to me here and I don't have any milk yet. The bastards. Right bastards. All Bunch of, of them. wankers, all of them. Right? Uh, yeah, no. So, like, this this old lady is just hammering down, like, 
for whatever little thing. But yeah, she's like, so she's like, the judge is like, so why do you do this? And she's like, I go to the hospital, then I get sent home again. I have to do my own shopping. There's no food in the house. I go to bingo and I talk to the Samaritans. That's all I have time for. Well, then go shopping instead of going to bingo. I don't know. It's kind of weird. But oh, I don't know. It's, it's what I... But she's old, and she's probably not going to get put to gin jail or anything. No, uh, she got, like, two years of, like, you can't do this again, and then charged, like, 85 pounds. <laughs> she's going to do it again. No, even in court, she said that she wouldn't promise not to do it again. <laughs> All right. Um, all Mitchum Matter wanted was a meaningful piece of Canada uh, when he signed up to receive one of the 250 Canadian flags thrown flown throughout the year atop Parliament Hill's Peace Tower. But it's unlikely he'll live to see the day it arrives. The $150 Peace, uh, Peace Tower flags um, are changed on weekdays in Ottawa, and once they're used, they're given to Canadian residents who request them. The limit... The limit is one flag per person and household. The current waiting time for Peace Tower flags is approximately 99 years, according to the Government of Canada's website. Oh, you just gotta, you know, do a little cheating to get to the top of that list. Right. Um, The wait time for flags flown elsewhere in the Parliament complex isn't much better. It's at 86 years right now. He really wants that flag. Right. Uh, both of these wait times exceed the average Canadian life expectancies of men, 79, and women, 83. Mater, uh, originally from Sydney, NS, where he expects to settle down uh, with his partner in Australia, or said he expects to settle down with his partner in Australia. Despite the lengthy wait time, he recently filled out an online request form for the flag because he wanted his descendants to have a reminder of their heritage. It'd be far easier to steal the flag. Or just buy a Canadian flag. Or you could steal the specific flag that he wants. Well, I mean, that just wouldn't be very polite, would it? It would not, no. No, that wouldn't be polite at all. But would it be as impolite as being made to wait 99 years? Well, I mean, if, as long as you're queuing properly, that's, yeah. that's, that's the wait. Well, you're queued properly, but you also got yours ahead of time. That's, that's impolite, man. That's gaming the system. <laughs> that's wrong. You shouldn't do that. Um, uh, however, uh, Mater said he questions the integrity of a program that sends out items to individuals who may no longer be around to enjoy them. It doesn't make much very, make very much sense to me. I think if you're going to have a program, it should at least be realistic and workable. So it's actually delivering flags to people who are still alive or have a chance of being alive, said Mater 25. He'll be 124 years old by the time a flag is shipped off in his name. Uh, Mater said he plans to include instructions uh, in his will about the flag. It made me feel very old for the first time in my life because I realized I wasn't going to see this flag, said Mater. I just fe- or I felt that just for their sake I should sign up so they have a chance. He's 25 years old. Like, calm down, dude. Like, if you really want them to have a Canadian flag, buy a Canadian flag. Or steal that flag. Yes, or steal the flag. Don't steal the flag. We get, do not condone stealing the flag. Get drunk and steal it. Well, we don't condone that either, <laughs> but that's a lot more likely. Yeah. A lot easier to do that. No, it makes it harder. There's an entire 
Well, easier morally to do that. No, it's still not moral. You just <laughs> you just don't quibble with it until the next day. When you're like when you wake up wrapped in a Canadian flag and you're like, Well, oh no. Hey, I got the flag. I got it. We're good. Oh wait, this is the wrong flag. Um, a Republican representative bragged to a police officer that he sometimes drives at 140 miles per hour. Paul Mosley of Arizona was caught driving uh, 97 in a 55 zone, but told police officer, but told the officer he should be let go because of his immunity as a government official. According to a deputy's report obtained by uh, yeah, uh, Mosley was swerving through traffic on State Route 95 North on Resort Drive. The incident occurred in March. And the police report was made public this week. After being pulled over, Mosley was waving out of his window so the officer would recognize a placard indicating he was a government official. The report uh, states that Mosley told the officer he shouldn't waste time issuing a ticket. I explained the reason for the stop to Mosley and asked if there was any reason he was traveling so fast. The the deputy wrote in the report, I informed Mosley that 97 in a 55 is considered criminal speed. Mosley stated he was just in a hurry to get home to surprise his family. Um, Mosley also told me that I should just let him go and I shouldn't waste any more time dealing with him due due to his immunity as a government official. Um, so according to the state constitution, uh, it provides, uh, some legislative immunity, but it is limited and is in place to help lawmakers avoid missing votes if they are detained because of a minor legal matter. It is a big no-no to claim legislative immunity to get out of a speeding ticket. Um, elections lawyer Corey Lang... Langhofer said it really is just a shameful thing it also doesn't work after running his license the police officer returned to Mosley and told him to watch his speed Mosley took the chance to brag about speeding in the past yeah this goes to 140 that's what I like about it I go 130 140 120 I come down I-10 it's going almost 120 you know if there was no traffic wink the officer questioned why Mosley traveled so fast uh, so fast, he replied that he wanted to surprise his wife, and then he sometimes didn't realize how fast he was going because of, you know, nice wheels, nice, you know, suspension. Um, on Wednesday, Mosley posted an apology for on his Facebook page. My desire to go home to see my family does not justify how fast I was speeding, nor my reference to legislative immunity when being pulled over. Legislative immunity is a serious responsibility and should not be taken lightly or abused. In addition, my jokes about frequently driving over 100 miles per hour during my three-hour commute to and from the Capitol were entirely inappropriate and showed extremely bad judgment on my part, for which I am truly sorry. No, you're not. If you're going 90 in a 50, isn't that like almost like at the point where like you can get arrested? Yeah, no, it's criminal speed. Yeah. I, yeah. <sighs> I want legislative immunity. Carlos, it doesn't work. It's not a real thing. <laughs> I could probably go with it one time, apparently. And yeah. I mean, maybe. Not anymore. This guy ruined it for everybody. Well, like, he ruined it for himself from now on. Oh, for sure. Well, and for everybody else, because now the cops are going to be gunning for these guys. No, I don't know. Guys I, kind I, of I could dick, probably like, get, get away with it one time. Yeah. All right. Um. So, discussion topic for tonight is, Carlos, what? So, we're going to make up a conspiracy theory for each of our a second come up with a conspiracy theory now it's not going to be like something that's actually real it's like what if we made up a conspiracy theory and like people actually believed it okay okay all right so i will start us off now everybody knows about Velveeta. yeah and how delicious now, it is 
It is actually not cheese, though. What is it? It is alien byproducts used to mind control the population. Specifically, the kind of part of the population that would buy Velveeta. Now, the government is using this mind control to make us numb and follow the, their orders like cattle. Cattle that they can lead to the alien to the aliens who are going to slaughter us in the future. So you gotta watch your Velveeta intake. Um, uh, let's see. Are you seeing if it's already out there? Yep. <laughs> Is there any uh, thing about? No, nope, like, we're good. All right, all right. All right. Yeah, Velveeta cheese does not control minds. But it, what if it did? But it does. Yeah. Yeah. No. There. There's. There's a definitely cover up. In place right now. Maybe just play it safe. Don't eat Velveeta. But then what do you... But it's such a good melty cheese. But it's not cheese. It's an alien byproduct. Okay, but it's such a really good melty alien byproduct. Also, where are these aliens? Where are they from? Carlos, tell me more about these aliens. I, I don't know, understand. Casey. I don't know. They're mind-controlling the government, too. And they, they don't have to tell the government. How are they mind-controlling the government, too? Because the government also had the Velveeta cheese. Well, that's bullshit. What? Yeah. Well, There's no winning here. No, there's not. So they, they, so wait, who's who's benefiting? Yeah. Oh, the aliens by having us eat the Velveeta, Velveeta cheese, Velveeta, Velveeta, and then uh, being able to be in control of us. Okay, and but so, but we don't know where the aliens are from. No, they're too advanced, Casey. They cover their tracks with cheese. Oh, yeah. They almost got me. They almost got me, but I'm too smart for them. I mean, I've seen you eat Velveeta cheese before. I've never had Velveeta cheese. I guarantee that you have. I've never bought it, and like, I think I've seen you buy it like one time. I was like, I don't want that. No, I, like, I, I'm not saying that you've just eaten Velveeta cheese, but I know that you've eaten things that a Velveeta cheese is, is in. Do they use it at restaurants? Yeah. Oh shit! I might be my control too. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, though that's that's impressive. Like I'm a little worried now about Velveeta cheese. Granted, I haven't had Velveeta cheese in a while. I, it does not come from cows. Does not come from goats. I, I or any other milk giving animals. But it's not lactose free. Of course, because part of the byproduct is lactose with oh, the aliens. Okay. So it's, it's, it's not al- it's not technically it's, it's alien, alien milk. milk. It's not technically it's not milk, but we're just gonna have to say you don't really want to know what part of the alien, well, alien mean, comes from. N- <laughs> what? What part of the alien does it come from, Carlos? I'm not gonna say it's their dick, but it's their dick. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> oh wow. Okay, so it's not an alien byproduct. It's alien jizz. Which is a byproduct that they produce. Yeah, but one sounds a little more scientific, and then the other one... You can't just tell people that Velveeta is alien jizz. Nobody's going to believe you. You'd be treated as a crazy person. Carlos, nobody's going to believe you anyway. <laughs> so wait, what's like... So this, this, is a, this, is a, this is a conspiracy, conspiracy theory you want to get to catch on. Yeah. What did Velveeta ever do to hurt you? I don't know. I did not really do anything to hurt me. You're just like, oh, this is a brand we can take down for funsies. Yeah. All right. Hmm. 
What would be a really good, just fun conspiracy theory that, like, I mean, I'm trying to think of something that doesn't, like, doesn't really, like, have any weight on anything, so it's super inconsequential. <laughs> but, like, then, like, when you think about it, you're like, yeah, that could that could probably be true. That could probably be true. Like, you know, some of those, like, crazy, like, Tupac's not dead theories and stuff like that where you're just like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Um, I want to, I want to go with the theory that, um, Thomas Edison is actually still, like, he, he figured out some way of, like, freezing his body. He, he, like, he, he complete, like, he stole, he stole that technology from somebody, probably Tesla. Probably Tesla. Um, and, and the only, then, like, he unfreezes himself every 15, 20 years. To uh, like his, his his eventual goal is to get back at uh, the three movie studio executives that started Hollywood and oh, yeah? took and took all of his like movie money. They I was unaware that they took his movie money. Well, so he's the one who like he stole the idea for films from somebody. Yeah, and like he was the only one allowed to make movies. And like so, they like New Jersey was the movie capital of the world because it was the only place you could make movies because as Edison owned everything. And then three dudes came in and they're like, "Hey, no, we can make movies." And then Edison was like, "Hey, no, uh, you can't because I own all the thing." And then they're like, "Well, we'll just go do it in California then." How and he's like, "I can't sue you in California." How's it uh, progressing? His plan. Oh, so uh, yeah, so you know how. Like, you get the whole reboot thing. Every like, there, there's there's these weird trends yeah. in Hollywood. So the the trends are actually all set by Edison, and so basically, uh, right now, like, so it was it was all building up to the reboot trend. And now that he has the reboot trend, he's going to like make it like keep going farther and farther back for things to be remade until they hit an Edison property. And then he's going to sue the pants off of him. But the thing is, though, by taking these 15-year breaks, like, he's not in touch with the public. He doesn't see that the public is eating up the reboots. Oh, but see, no, yeah, no. They, like, he, he has a flawed plan, but it's a plan nonetheless. Uh, and part of it is, like, all he knows how to do is steal shit from anybody anyway. Like, he doesn't have any original ideas. So the reboot thing, he's like, oh, yeah, no, this is great. We'll just use other people's ideas in order to get my goal. I mean, yeah, it's super inconsequential. doesn't change anything. But I just like the idea of an old Edison with a grudge trying to influence pop culture. All right. I got, uh, I got another one. All right. All right. Let's hear it. Now, you know how the government has not taken the penny out of circulation despite the uselessness of the penny. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody knows it's worthless. You Nobody wants pennies, but why? Big you ever copper. Asked, ever ask yourself why? It's big copper, well, I mean, man. They don't, they don't use copper in pennies anymore. They're copper-coated. Uh, yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So it's big zinc is what you're saying. Yeah, it'd be big zinc. Now, there's a couple things. Now, fact, it costs more money to make a penny than a penny is worth. That's just true. Okay. Now... What is that extra money used for? Now, some people might say it's just lost. What make, extra money? A, the, they spent extra money to make the penny. Yeah. So, like, 
It costs they're them. losing money. Yeah. But where they're not, but you, are they losing money or is that extra money going somewhere? No, that extra money is going towards electricity. Now, if you look at a Carlos, penny. Carlos, you're, you're, I'm already poking holes in your now, issue. If you look at a penny, though, what do you see? You ha- see on the one side, you see that one, whatever that building was. That's not consequent. On the other side, you see Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln's f- figure on the penny has an ear. You can see one of his ears. I propose that the they are use they use the extra money that they're sinking into the pennies to make it so they they're actually listening devices, and they can everything you say around a penny can be heard by the government. Carlos, that's why it costs so much money to make a penny. No, Carlos, it doesn't cost that much to make a penny. It costs more than a penny. So what are they doing with the extra money? No, no, they're. The manufacturing process, like, they don't just take a penny and then create a penny. Like, it's not... <laughs> God damn it, Carlos. That's not how any of this works. Now, when you come to quarters, it costs less money to make a quarter than see, a quarter. Well, see, now you're talking about... Which... And now they use now that, you have surplus they, they money. Use, no, and because of that, they use that extra money they get because of the quarters to make the pennies, make even more pennies. No, what... No. I do not like this conspiracy theory. There's too many holes in it. There are more holes in your your penny conspiracy theory than there are in your alien cheese theory. Your alien jizz cheese. I don't theory. see any. I don't see any holes in your penny theory. Yeah, you take the extra money from the. They get they gain money from the quarters. They don't gain money. Yeah, they gain money. No, they don't gain. Because it money. costs less money to make the quarter. That doesn't mean they're gaining money. It's a net profit. They no, make the quarter. <laughs> they just gained more. They gained but some. A couple they, cents. They're also the ones who give the money value. Yeah. So why don't they just give it more value? What the penny or the quarter? Either one. <laughs> well, you can't do that. A penny is worth one cent. You can't change yeah. that. That but would cause chaos. But you, you can you can change. They how don't much want the chaos. Worth. They want control, and they can't control people if there's mass chaos. But nobody keeps pennies. Oh. They all get left in the leave a penny thing. Oh, no. How many pens do you have probably lay in your room? Do you have a change thing? I have a I change, have a change thing. thing. Yeah, they can hear everything you say oh, in your okay. room. So my change thing is just a giant container. Yeah. Exactly. Giant container that hears everything you say. Uh, okay, then. Yeah. That's fucked. I don't like it. Yeah. Don't like it one bit. Yeah, it's not great. I don't know anything about the dimes or nickels, though. I'm afraid I, I don't have insight to that. What? What? Why not the dimes or nickels? Because I only know about why is pennies it? and quarters. I don't know anything about. <laughs> what about the fifty cent pieces and the one dollar coins? Well, actually, the uh, fifty cent pieces are interesting because like they don't really make those anymore, right? I think they might. So, for the sake of argument, we're going to say that they don't make them anymore. <laughs> No, why would they stop making fifty cent pieces? Like it makes more sense to have a fifty cent piece than a penny. Yep. Um, yeah. No, they're still minting uh, fifty cent piece. Then I take that back. Yeah. Do they still make Susan B. Anthony's? No, no. Uh, they're just it's just dollar coins. I don't think they have Susie B. on them. Do they still do dollar coins? I thought that was like a, yep. a short term thing. No, no. They still make. Uh, they're still minting dollar coins since nineteen or seventeen ninety four. Have they made any more billion-dollar coins? No, there's, I think it's still the Sacagawea dollar. Dollar, Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, since 2000, it's been the 
the the Sacagawea dollar. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because like uh, the uh, yeah Sacagawea dollar, that was the thing. Yeah, I don't yeah, ha- I don't like, have any conspiracies about that. I'm afraid. No. So what I coins are weird, dude. I I hate coins. I'd rather deal with bills. Yeah. I'd rather not deal with cash at all. Yeah. Um and other countries use coins a lot more than we do because you know they have the dollar coin the two or the the euro coin the two euro coin um and then you know all the, like the little cent coins i didn't realize that the uk had a penny until like i got one oh yeah <laughs> uh, yeah because everything was like it was always like rounded to the nearest you know like five pence and then like i got about coffee at this place in london and it was like 97 uh, pence or something. And so I got three one pence things. And I was like, they also have a two pence thing, I think. I understand. I think it was two, right? I don't know. Maybe they're also using their uh, pence and two pence pieces to listen in on Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So there's a two pence coin, which. Why? I don't know. I <laughs> I was really looking for an answer there. I thought you might have one. Does it have two ears? Um, let's see. Because maybe it has one ear. Oh, not- and a lion. Oh, maybe. Uh, maybe they actually have a. Um, no, I don't have anything. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, they they're stuck with it because of a curse that Merlin placed on the so, country. So I mean, if if it really was a like a listening device, like let's get your theory. Why it's fact. Why why wouldn't they put two ears on there? Because then wouldn't it listen twice as good? If you have multiple pennies everywhere, you already got surround sound listening going on. You don't need two ears on a penny. It would just it cost a lot more money to make the penny. It would cost. Almost twice as much to make the penny then. And that's just... But I thought we didn't care how much it... Well, no, Carlos, we're already losing money. Yeah, we're losing money. But we don't want to hemorrhage money. (laughs) There's a difference between hemorrhaging... Well, we just make half as many pennies. That doesn't make any sense. So how long have they been putting the listening devices in the pennies? (sighs) Well, my, uh, my, (laughs) my study show that is at least in the, started in 1985, but I believe probably mid-1970s. So if you have like a 1960s penny, you're good to go. Yeah, you're good to go. All right, so just use old currency. Yeah, but like... Also, I don't think they could make uh, listeners small enough in the 70s and 80s to go inside of a penny. They didn't use the regular... You're You're thinking of like listening devices as in like... What we ha- like the what we use now for most things. So if we cut open a penny, now what do you know about quantum mechanics and <laughs> particle entanglement? <laughs> you get one particle that's expensive, which is why it costs a little bit more to make a penny than a penny. But it's just a particle. You just get need one particle and you put in the penny, and like when the whatever vibrate it vibrates, such as from sound, that the matching particle also vibrates, and that's how they get the sound. I mean, it's like an extensive particle that bumps the price of the penny. I am so mad at you right now. <laughs> Why? I have, because it's so dumb. But 
somebody will fucking believe that bullshit. Like, I want, I really want you to write up this this conspiracy theory. I don't know. I don't and know like, just like put it on like on like some like Breitbart blog or something. No, it like even that is nobody's gonna believe that it started in the mid 1980s. No, but you know what they will believe that Obama did it. Yeah, yeah, actually, <laughs> I could get I could get some people to believe that then. I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> like, I mean, if you wanted to start earlier, say that Clinton was experimenting with it. With the Susan B. Anthony's, they were experimenting with it. Because it costs a lot less than a dollar to make one yeah. Susan B. Anthony. And if you want the uh, the liberals to believe it, the liberal conspiracy theorists, then you say that Bush did it as part of the Patriot Act. Which made it legal to do it. Exactly. Uh, oh, hang on. I should probably look at this uh, or check this out here quick. Um, are pennies listening devices? <laughs> Please tell me you did not get any hits. Um, how to make a phone tap. All right. How can I find listening devices in my home? <laughs> uh, nope. All right. So it's not too late for that conspiracy theory to catch on. Nope, it's not. If I Google next week our Penny's listening devices and I find the the, the like the Carlos blog post, I'm gonna be so happy, <laughs> just so happy. All right, should we get out of here? Yeah, let's get out of here. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindestudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindestudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. Oh, and you can also find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash blindestudios. Every, uh, live every Sunday with the Department of Defense and live every Monday with the Legends of Lothos. And I'll see you guys next week. <laughs>